Hi, so I wanted to discuss this week's Parsha and the upcoming Parshas. The uh, Parsha's Truma is the Parsha that starts our discussion, Torah's discussion about the Mishkan, its the construction, the materials, etc. And then next week will be Tetzaveh talking about the Begadim, the close of the Kohen Gadol, and then we get into Karbanis, and we have, repeat, we have a repetition of the actual construction. And honestly, probably for many of us, it, it, it's hard to know how to relate exactly to these Parshas. They seem to be somewhat distant. You know, they're not like Parshas and Barashas where we feel engrossed and involved and, you know, it kind of it draws us in, or the Shemos, where we, you know, learn about going into Mitzrayim and then going out and the Makos. It's very, you know, it, it, it pulls us, it moves us, you know. And then we get to Parshish Truma, and all of a sudden we're like, what happened? Chasram, I don't mean to be lightheaded about it, but it's just, it just, they seem to be so distant, so hard to relate to. And the question is, how do we relate to it? What, how do we connect to it? So um, I'm sure we've all had little insights here and there, but in general, the big picture to me has always been very unclear. And uh, some, I wanted to try a little bit this year for myself to get a better idea. So I looked at, uh, I looked at uh, Rev Hirsch, the Shamsham from Pharrell Hirsch, and he has a wonderful piece, many pieces on it, about how to understand the Mishkan and the ideas. I want to share some of them, and there are obviously a whole lot more. The first thing that he says is there's two words for Mishk, for this tabernacle, this structure that was in the desert. One was called the Migdash, one's called the uh, uh, Mishkan. So he says, Migdash is to be Makadish, to elevate, to uplift, right? Because we're going to be using all of the different materials to uplift them, to make them uh, for a sense of holiness, for a sense of connection to Hashem. The other hand, Mishkan is the word Shochen, to dwell. So Hashem dwells in our midst, midst after we make a Mitzvah. So, but also the Mishkadash, Vashachanti, Besocha means make a Migdash and I'll dwell with you. We'll have the two concepts of a Migdash. And a mishkan, right? Those two things are going to work together. So that's the first thing, which is extremely important to know. Like, what, what what's the taklus? The taklus is that Hashem should be dwelling in our midst. That's the name of the game. That's what we're trying to accomplish. If that we do through our actions, and then that's because Hashem told us that's what's going to bring it, and then we he brings it brings the mishkan. Uh, that's one. I just want to say, kind of an historical point, which kind of I don't know if this is true. It's something that I made note of. Some of this, may, some of you may have written. Uh, read the article that I wrote, which has more or less said a lot of this. Nishkan is um, basically have the, from the beginning of Yitzhak Mitzrayim until we make the Mishkan in the Midbar until the Mishkan, until the base of Migdash, which is 480 years, according to Pasuk in Malachim. So it's always called the Mishkan. It's called Mishkan Shiloh. It's called Mishkan. It's a, a Gilgal. Mishkan is in Gilgal. Mishkan is in Noben and Givon. Right, and until they get to the base of Mignish. so I don't know if this is true. But Hashem rests His presence. The simple shot probably is because it's not temporary; it's all kind of temporary. But based on this idea of that Mishka means Hashem dwelling His presence, it means it could be that we we already have not yet developed ourselves to the to the point that He can get that the Mish that we've been Mekadish. We're not in Eretz Israel yet. We're not quite settled yet. And finally, by David and Shlomo, we're settled. Now we're ready to. Use Eretz Israel the way we're supposed to. So that's Migdash. Why not? We can make a base of Migdash, right? We can make it holy. We can uplift it. And then the Mishkan is hopefully, you know, then he'll, he'll, he'll dwell there. But that up till that point wasn't necessarily the expectation. Hashem said, I'll do a Mishkan, I'll be with you. But I'm gonna, you're going to need to wait until you're more ready, so to speak, 
to use your your abilities totally. Anyway, um, uh, so the general idea of the of the Mishkan is going to be for us to learn what is it that Hashem wants from us. How is it? What will it take, so to speak, for the Shekhinah to rest in our So all of the details, we shouldn't get lost in them. All the details is for that purpose. But there's one point which is which to me is extremely extremely important. And, and that point is that there's something that the, the Svasemis says, which I think is very relevant over here. The Svasemis says something in Rosh Hashanah, which is that how do we, uh, this is a little bit of a side, but I think you'll see how it connects. How do we, why do we use the Samanim on Rosh Hashanah? In general, in Rosh Hashanah, we don't ask for any personal needs, right? We all know that. We only are crowning the king. So how is it we go to our tables and we say, it should be a good sweet year, we should be the head, we shouldn't be the table, our enemies should be cut off. What happened? We're not, we're not supposed to be doing all of that. So Sassam says that if we understand that this world is a muscle, it's here as a lesson, an apple is not just sweet because it's supposed to be sweet, it's supposed to be sweet so we should learn what sweetness is and we can learn what a spiritual sweetness is. We should be the head, doesn't mean we should just you know have political power, but it means we should be Leading with our head, we should be connected in a, in a spiritual way. Right? All of these things. So it's seeing the world as, oh, honey means something to me. Honey has a muscle. It's a, it's a lesson for me. Apple has a lesson for me. Right? If I see the world as a muscle, so then it's a different world. So the Mishkan is that muscle world. It's that analogy world. So there's metal, there's going to be gold and silver and copper, and they're all going to mean something. And the, and the dimensions are all going to mean something. It's, the, where it's a world where the world becomes, I look at the world in a different way. It's not just a world that's physical, and, but it's a lesson that, it's a world with lessons to it. And this is actually how Rebbe, what Rebbe Nachman says in the very beginning of Lakuti Maran, of learning the lessons that this world can give us. So the Mishkan, the Mishkan is all about learning those lessons. So the more that we, the more that we can learn those lessons, the more we will be connected to how to bring Hashem's presence into this world, and hopefully we'll be able to have Hashem dwell in our midst in, a, in, a full, in His full glory, Mitzvah Hashem, very soon with the coming of Mashiach. And hopefully, I, would, I hope to be talking about these uh, concepts a little bit more as we continue. Have a good Shabbos.